Yeah, I shave for this. Let's do it. So <laughs> Welcome to chapter 163 of Murmurings of a Milky Man. That one was uh, sent in by listener Jack. Keep them coming in. I love it. Uh, bloody guys, let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. Um, let's do it. What's on today? What's on the agenda? What's on the menu? What am I going to cook up for you all? I hope you're well. Uh, actually, you know, before we begin, let's just get comfortable. Take a minute. Properly get yourself ready for this audio experience, okay? You might consider this just a, you know, a light comedy podcast to turn on to hopefully cheer your day up, maybe, uh, you know, take your mind off something. But really, this is like a soundscape. I'm going to take you through an audio journey. So make sure your headphones are comfortable, uh, make sure your listening device, whatever it may be, is at an audio vol- an optimum audio volume level. Audio volume? That's just not really a thing. But anyway, make sure it's at, at a good level. And let's just kick back. Ideally, I like to imagine, here's my ideal listener of this podcast. Um, they're a chiller, right? They're in some track pants. There's a little bit of a stain on their top. And they've got their feet up. And they're kicking back listening to this. If that's not you, it's fine. I'm not going to hold it against you because I understand, you know, people listen to this wherever. That's the beauty of podcasting. But if you can, fucking put your feet up, sit down and just roll with it. Uh, For video listeners, you'll be thrilled to know that uh, I've shaved for this, as I did mention at the start, which is a better viewing experience for you all because (sighs) let's be honest, last few weeks it's been turning into a bit of a grub cast hasn't it it's been a little bit grubby um quite look i'm not you know i don't want to start up another ginger debate like the bachelor this week but you know because gingers have souls but i was uh getting a little bit gingery and obviously we've all seen the bachelor this week we know that everyone discriminates against gingers and to be honest it's disgusting and Zoe, or whatever her name is, um, you know, even though no one directly insulted her about her ginger hair, she brought up some great points. And I've I've actually copped some bullying um, for being a ginger in the last fortnight. I'm actually not a ginger. I've got brunette hair, but my beard just has a tinge of red behind it. Even a fucking tinge of fire really gets you some insults. So I could not even imagine, and I feel for any gingers listening, because... Uh, if my pubes were red, my life would be over. I wouldn't hear the end of it in comment sections all across the internet. Um, but yeah, I've shaved for you all. And when I shave, I look significantly younger. I can't get it right with you guys online. When I don't shave, everyone goes, Luke looks disgusting. Fucking looking a bit homeless, Luke. You know, really copping it. And then when I do shave... Last week, I was uh, nice and cleanly shaven. I thought I looked very slick in one of the Bachelor videos. And everyone's saying I look like an infant. I can't win. Okay, I feel like there's this golden three to four day in patch where I've got a nice stubble and it hasn't turned to ginger yet. And that's the only time I don't cop shit about my head. But when I shave, I take off about 24 years. I look about five months old at the moment. Um, Like if you saw me loitering out the front of a kindergarten 
you wouldn't be like, hey, what are you doing here? Arrest that man. You'd be like, Luke, you're late for class. Come on, where's your parents? They're not supervising you? That's fucked up. Um, I don't know why an infant would be ten- attending kindergarten, but you guys get my point. I look I look a little on the younger side. Um, it's good to be here. Oh, by the way, just to get it out of the way, I'm sure a lot of video people are, are wondering. They're probably like, Luke, <laughs> Explain your wardrobe. Who are you dressed by today? My bad. I'm dressed by the fine people at LukeKidgel.com. They do some great work over there. I've got the whitest boy that ever lived, Tion. Uh, And you're probably thinking, but Luke, they must be all sold out. There's no way. That T-shirt is so good. That parody Converse merch is would be in such a hot commodity that there's no chance in hell that there's one left. You would think that. But we ordered a whole tour's worth, and then the tour got cancelled. So there is actually, uh, contrary to popular belief, there's a fuckload left. So if you want to get one, if you want to look as good as me, uh, head over to LukeKidgel.com. And this isn't an ad. This is not a plug for my merch. It's just an FAQ because I assumed uh, people would be asking, Luke, you know, What's your wardrobe done by? And just to prove that it's not an ad, I'm also wearing some uh, red cotton-on trackies and some hamburger socks right there, which you can see. Um, So I feel like I've hit peak lockdown right now. This is me. This is as stage four as it gets, man. I've even got a stain on my fucking white top, and I think that might be spaghetti from last night. So that just shows that I'm a bold person. Who eats spaghetti in a white T-shirt? Me. I do. That's confidence. I mean, clearly it was false confidence because I spilt it on myself, but I think it shows a level of maybe arrogance, to be honest. It, it You know what? That probably just means I'm a fucking psychopath, you know? Uh, actually, looking down at that stain now, I look down at that and I just see regret and arrogance. That's all I see is who thinks they can handle a bolognese with a white t-shirt? What kind of arrogant wanker does that? This arrogant wanker. Okay, welcome to the podcast if you're new. It's great to have you here. Um, Yeah, so let's talk about it. The podcast is a little bit late. I apologize for that. And I've got a very simple reason. I was really fucked yesterday. I was so tired. Like, exhausted. And I get like this about once a month. And I've been going hard, man. I've been like, uh, you know, this month, I look back on it, pretty good month. Overall, did 12 podcasts, including Luke and Lewis, right? This one, didn't miss an episode of this uh, for a month, was on time every week. Still still on the right day this week, but just a, a few hours later than it should be. So I've, I've almost done it. But um, did eight videos on my main channel like all 20 minute long edited fucking good videos. So I was pretty stoked. And not to mention the TikToks, live streams, you know, been a, it's been a big month. So yeah, been smashing it out. And I think I just hit a wall. And yesterday I just had to have a day off. I tried to do the podcast. I got about five minutes in and I think I just, you know, call myself dribbling word vomit. And I was like, oh, this isn't a podcast. Um, this is the ramblings of an insane person, which is what this kind of is anyway. But imagine like, you know, imagine me, but not self-aware about it. It was horrific. So I just, uh, went to bed. <laughs> I tried to record a podcast last night and I literally like, it was like, I was a zombie. 
I sat down and I was like, welcome to chapter, whatever. I'm a bit tired, guys. Sorry, blah, blah, blah. Then I just dribbled out fucking word vomit for five minutes. And then I just stopped. There's this moment where I just go, the camera. And then I snap out of it. And I was like, oh, we're recording. And I forgot where I was. And I was like, guys, I'm going to go to bed. Um, and I just turned it off and went to bed. So that's how my night went last night. And I slept fucking awesome because I was very tired. And it also maybe, maybe something uh, to do with it was probably that I stayed up till 4am on Saturday night. That probably didn't help my tiredness because I was already exhausted and then did stay up till the early hours of the evening uh, on the Patreon Zoom beers with the people in my Discord. Fuck, it was fun, man. We, uh, it was the latest one yet. We, we ended the call at like 3.45. Um, the theme, we have a theme every month, if you don't know. So it's usually like hat themed, uh, crazy sock theme. Uh, last month before this one was like, you've got to have a microphone. You know, you have to, whenever you talk, you've got to be talking into something. Like some people had a Rexona can. Um, some people had, you know, I had some Disney socks. Um, I just bought some new socks, so I mainly wanted to flex them. So every time I talked, I was talking into my Disney socks. But um, last uh, weekend's theme was anything but a cup, which is a pretty high level of entry. Like if you got invited to a party that was like anything but a cup themed, you'd be like, oh, fuck, I don't know what to use as my cup. And I was shocked. People got pretty creative. It was a 100% participation rate, which is exactly what you want. Uh, there was a guy drinking beers out of a Milo tin. There was a tomato sauce bottle in use. Apparently he washed it eight times. I don't think that's enough. I think g- give it a ninth, you know, cause whatever you're drinking will be tainted by master foods. Just the smell. It'll be the general aroma of, uh, Tommy sauce that you'll get. Not that that's a bad thing particularly, but I would say tomato sauce, not a good mix with booze, you know? Um, what else? Oh, there was my favorite one. Uh, I, I had two favorites. Meg probably came in in my top two. She surprised everyone, including me with, she came out with a capsicum as her cup. You know, most people using physical objects, no one entered the vegetable realm except for my girl, Meg, man, God bless her. So I, this is why I love her, man. So ambitious with her cup choices. You've got to respect that. Like most people would see a vegetable and be like, I'm not going to use that to contain liquid in. Yet Meg sees a capsicum, chops the top off, fills it with whatever the fuck, and uh, all of a sudden she's got a cup. That's not only innovative, but it's courageous, and I respect it. Uh, Another courageous cup I saw was, uh, that should be a good theme for another month, Courageous Cups, <laughs> where we all come in with our most ambitious cup choice. We'll maybe wait a few months for that, but that's that's a good one. Um, <laughs> courageous Cup theme. Now, that's a party. You guys are welcome. If you, if you have like an ISO birthday coming up and you're thinking, oh, morale's a bit low. I don't know. Should we do it over Zoom with my friends? I don't know what to do. Courageous Cup theme. That's a fucking hoot, man. Everyone has to have the most ambitious cup they can. I would love if someone just drank fucking water out of their hands the whole night. They're just like (laughs) pouring beer. That's an ambitious cup. What else is an ambitious cup? A piece of paper, like, you know, or just like four-ply toilet paper, and you just 
drinking whatever's dripping through. <laughs> That's a courageous cup. But um, yeah, one of the most courageous cups in the Zoom call, uh, a girl named Amanda. Uh, she was also in lockdown. So she was also having a pretty wild Saturday, just like the rest of us were. And uh, she had an Arnott's flim, you know, like the flimsy plastic that Arnott's Bickies come in, like your Monte Carlos or your shortbread creams. She had, she took out all the Bickies and then just poured the her vodka lemonade or whatever it was in the thing and was just drinking with it out of a straw, out of this flimsy ass plastic all night. That's an ambitious cup. Absolutely right that. Um, what else? Man, it was, a, it was such a fun night. You know why? Because like, Man, I'm not doing a lot lately. So, like, Patreon Zoom beers has been a fucking highlight every month. It's always good to catch up with everyone. And uh, I fucking, guys, I'll be, I'll be real. You know, I'm the, I ain't lying on this potty. Okay, this is honesty from me to you. I let the dogs out a little bit, as as much as you can in lockdown. You know, but like, I fucking really let the dogs out. Like, if the Baja men come a knocking, tell them it was me. Okay. Who did it? Luke. As much as you can in lockdown. Like when usually letting the dogs out pre-COVID was going out with the boys, getting kicked out of a pub, and then ending up in your mate's spa for kick-ons. You know? That's like usually letting the dogs out. Now, I saw letting the dogs out. Oh, I just realized my light's not on, so the light's fucked. Hang on. That's a bit better. I don't think that made a difference at all. Never mind. Um, yeah, ISO letting the dogs out is just like working your way through a quarter of a bottle of whiskey and then just having a few beers and calling it a night, you know, and playing some Fall Guys with Meg on the couch while on Patreon Zoom beers. <laughs> it's it's getting like to that point now in the Zoom beers. It's so much fun because we all know each other quite well now. Like there's always a few new people, which is good to get to know. But it's just got to the point now where there's like three conversations happening at once. There's some of us have like game cams up that we're playing games. Some people are just playing each other on chess, on online chess. That got fucking riveting actually. When you set, dude, nothing, nothing more interesting than watching a shared screen of a close 2 a.m. chess match. It was fucking, that's what I mean. I wasn't lying when I said I let the dogs out. It was a fucking wild Saturday. So, um, yeah, thanks to everyone who joined that. Uh, love uh, all the people in the Discord and all the other people on Patreon as well. It uh, is the reason why this podcast exists. And, yeah, really appreciate it. We, we hit 200 people on Patreon this month. That's so sick. So thank you all very much. Um, and yeah, get, get over and listen to the Luke and Meg podcast on there. It's like the spin-off version. That's way more fucked and uncensored than this unintentionally. It's like we necessarily go in there to, you know, make it way too personal and to say things we absolutely shouldn't and record. It just happens. Um, what do I want to talk about, man? Okay. We need, we need to talk about this, this Cardi B thing. I know it's old and I'm not going to stay on it for long. But uh, I, I just want to talk about the reaction to my video. So obviously, uh, if you hadn't heard, uh, Cardi B, she's a female American rapper. She posted, uh, and by the way, and I say female rapper because apparently that matters. I've found out recently that apparently I am not allowed to make fun of female rappers. I'm only allowed to make fun of male rappers. Um I've got, uh, actually, you know, I got messaged by a lot of bigots this week, all of them female, uh, cause apparently my male opinion doesn't matter. We'll get to that in a sec. 
<laughs> so Cardi B, she dropped a song called Wet Ass Pussy. And a lot of people were saying it was a statement empowering women. I personally, and as I said in the video, I'll repeat what I said because apparently you have to these days. Uh, I said, I think it's fucking sick that she dropped this song. Because, because look, it's a shit song. It's personally not for me. If you like it, that's great. But uh, I think it's a shit song because I just don't like much commercial pop music. It's repetitive and boring to me. But uh, a lot of people liked it, which is cool. And I just thought it was lyrically hilarious and the film clip was fucking outrageous, which is exactly what the intent was. And yet everyone's like, why, you know, I... Okay, this is what pissed me off about it. I did a review on it, and my review mainly centered around my point was that this is great that this song exists, but how is YouTube promoting this as number one on trending when it's obscenely heinous lyrics? uh, It's very graphic, the film clip, right? And it's being promoted. No, I said the same thing about the Takashi 6ix9ine thing. How the fuck does this have so many views? This is fucking heinous, graphic. And all these girls messaged me after I did the Cardi B one. So many, like inundated with, wow, we don't need your male opinion on this, right? Just stay in your lane. I got so many (laughs) girls going, and I like to imagine that they were waggling their finger when they said it. They were like, stay in your lane. (laughs) Like I was just on the wrong side of the road, apparently. Um and that blew my fucking mind because I was, man, I was pretty, I went fucking easy on it. If you watch the video, I didn't go to town on the music video. I mainly went to town on YouTube and also made fun of the music video because it's funny, right? It doesn't matter if you like it or not. It's hilarious that there's a song called Wet Ass Pussy. And it's very popular. That's funny. If a guy released a song called Hard Ass Dick, you know for a fact I would be fucking talking about it. Here's the thing. These girls were like, oh, uh, wow, where's your videos on all these male rappers that say the explicit lyrics? And I'm like, well, here's three. And I linked them the last Takashi ones. And they were like, oh, okay, sorry. (laughs) Uh, And they were like, yeah, but if a guy released a song, you wouldn't be talking about it. I was like, if a guy released a song called Hard Ass Dick that would get me the same amount of views, right, that would that was also number one on trending, equally as topical and talked about, you can bet I would have gone 10 times as hard. That was actually the only misogynistic thing I did was treat them differently because I knew the reaction I would get if I went too hard. I actually should have gone harder because then that would have been true equality. I I went way harder on Tamagotchi, Teppanyaki 69 than I did Cardi because I knew that the world sucks. And, you, you know, as a male, I can actually not voice an opinion on a female, um, despite the fact that we're all human beings, but they are, uh, according to some people, completely... Uh, in another lane where they could not receive any comment and or criticism. Um, but yeah, it was fucking weird, man. And you know what? Good on you. If that empowers you, that's great. But God damn, it was a weird thing. I thought this is just my personal opinion. Again, I really thought it was a strange one for some girls to, cause women do amazing and empowering things all the time. 
right? So many things, other things that they could be celebrating, right? Yet this is the one they choose to fly the flag with? <laughs> really? <laughs> the backing vocals is a man, is a male voice saying, whores in this house, whores in this house, there's some whores in this house. <laughs> and that's the one you're going, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> Dude, the girls who were messaging me, the most common thing they were messaging me was, wow, this is a classic, you are such a male. I got that, you are such a male. And I looked between my legs and I was like, well, yeah, she's fucking right. Um, she goes, you are such a male. Um, you're, you clearly feel uncomfortable with a girl talking about her vagina. She's like, wow, you are, it's, it's typical for males to feel uncomfortable about females talking about sex. And I was like, um, as a male, I think I can speak on behalf of majority of heterosexual males here that's one of our favorite things in the world is females talking about their vaginas in a seductive way (laughs) that's i love that as a dude with a cock who loves titties right i I thought that was great it was actually one of my favorite parts about the song um was it was actually the only redeemable quality the beat wasn't good but fuck the lyrical content had me in you know (laughs) The bit that, that I'm assuming a guy producer made was trash, but Cardi B and Meg the Stallion, the two girls on the track, they fucking killed it. <laughs> it was so fucking weird, dude. And I most of the hate I got, and I know this is why it doesn't really count. I got a fair bit on Instagram, but very little on YouTube and heaps on TikTok. Now, I don't want to recover old ground here, but I think this is absolutely another reason as to why we need to introduce the year nine shut the fuck up class, you know, like, cause here's the problem with TikTok. Maybe particularly with the content I do, because I usually post snippets of what I do. So what I'm doing is just like posting an out of context clip of me. All I said was in the TikTok, I was like, imagine writing a whole song about your pussy being wet. Imagine walking behind her. Uh, it'd be like, getting banana peeled in Mario Kart, you just spin out. That's it. I just put a Mario Kart joke on TikTok and then TikTok eventually took it down anyway because, you know, despite uh, me uh, saying the word pussy, it turns out uh, TikTok are a bunch of fucking pussies as well. So a bit hypocritical there. Um, but yeah, I think it got reported a bunch because people were really angry that I commented on the song. I wasn't even bagging the song. I just made a Mario Kart joke. <laughs> And everyone's like, ah, oh, but you had an opinion on a female. Fuck off. Yet if the double standards on that shit, dude. If I was talking about some guy who wrote a song called Hard Ass, Hard Ass Dick and I was made some other joke about how hard his dick was instead of how wet her pussy is, exactly the same joke, but into a guy, females would have been like, oh, my God, preach. Yes, the same girls would have been like, fuck, yeah, get him. <laughs> when I wasn't really having a go at either party, I just make jokes about things. So if you're new here, um, I just want to let you know, and I can't believe I have to keep telling everyone this, but I guess that's the way the world is. I have to do a annual reminder that we make fun of everybody here ourselves me the most i probably cop the most shit out of everyone here all right we make fun of male rappers on my channel we make fun of female rappers we make fun of everyone if i just um made fun of male rappers on my channel i'd be a fucking bigot and there's that's not happening guys i'm a i'm a woke boy i'm a woke boy you know 
I'm a fucking, I got a woke ass pussy. That's me, man. Cardi B's pussy's moist. My pussy's progressive as fuck. So you'll have none of that here. All right. So, um, yeah, I just want to say that. I thought that was crazy. I like, cause it's always like stuff with that is some stuff I go, okay, this might get a little bit of heat. And then that stuff usually never does. The stuff that I think's edgy, you know, you know, what's weird, man. People pick and choose, which we all know people do this. People pick and choose what they do and don't laugh at. Right. Which pisses me off. But you know, I get that, I guess. What pisses me off the most is the things people pick and choose. You can't really get like, you can't think I'm punching down there. Cardi B's making fucking bags off this song, right? I'm making $22 off a YouTube video because it got demonetized on upload, which was kind of my point in the video, right? I'm not punching down, all right? You can't be mad at that yet. The one bit... It was an old stand-up bit, and it never got any hate. No one ever said anything negative about it, and it blew my fucking mind. No one ever came up to me after a show. No one ever said anything online, messaged me about it. Usually, if I say something slightly controversial, slightly, one person will take some offense, and that's fine. I'm used to that, right? But one from years ago, it just blew my mind. No one gave a fuck, and I then felt bad that no one cared. I was like, why does no one care about this minority? I made a joke uh, in an old comedy bit about feminism. It was called Feminism vs. Sharks. And I make this joke in, uh, about the stereotype that Asian people aren't good swimmers, right? And in this joke, I just say, Asian people can't swim. And then the crowd kind of goes, oh. And then I go, oh, come on. There's 11 seasons of Bondi Rescue to back that up, Right? It's a great bit. It got an applause every time I did it. It's fucking, it's a funny joke, right? But it is, like, I understand how it's offensive. It doesn't mean I'm not going to make the joke because it's a joke. But I would understand if people were offended by it. Um, yet no one ever was like, man, come on, that's uncool to Japanese people. No one, Paul, if you're Japanese and listening to this, I'm sorry, but <laughs> white people don't care about you. We go in phases. I can't, apparently... Cardi B's pussy is a more valiant thing to defend than Japanese people, which I would have, yeah, completely thought the opposite. But, you know, I guess that's where the world is right now. Um, That one always blew my mind. I just thought that was funny. Maybe it's not that offensive. Maybe I overthought it. I just thought like, oh, this is a pretty, you know, usually when you say anything stereotypical like about a race, if you say like make a joke about a Indian driver being a, a sorry an Indian driver see an Indian person being a taxi driver or an Uber driver people get angry like not all Indian drivers. it's like usually if you say a stereotype people just get angry so that one fucking weirded me out but anyway um what else has been happening I don't want to talk about this it's fucking you know same old shit. It's, you know why I talk about it a lot, like people getting offended? Because it's actually the only bad thing in my life, you know? Other than that, my life's pretty sweet. It, it's not even bad. I like, It's more just like the only thing I get confused about. Um, and that's, a, that's another thing that confused me when girls are like, wow, this song offended you, didn't it? As a male, good. I hope it did. And it's like, no, it didn't offend me. I make horrible jokes for a living. I have a joke in my special... Uh, about an autistic guy shooting up a school. Okay, so no, Cardi B 
talking about her moist vagina did not offend me <laughs> as a male. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. I was reading these inboxes and Meg and I were fucking losing our shit. And I think it's so funny because Meg's a girl and she was just like, yeah, the song was fucking disgusting. Like even if a guy wrote that, this is what what really, okay, I know I keep banging on about this, but fuck man. These girls who are messaging me were like, these guys write fucking disgusting songs that are exactly the same, yet you don't care. And I'm like, ha ha, <laughs> you admit it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> man, Meg did this TikTok. It was so funny that uh, she's like, hey, girls, I know uh, we've all been empowered by uh, wet ass pussy. So I'm actually going to write my own song called Flick My Clit. Um, and it's just a, it's just an inspo to all women. And so many girls get angry at her. <laughs> People can't take a joke. It's really sad. Oh, well. I, got, I, feel, I hope there's no one like that here. I truly hope that. I hope this podcast community is like, at the end of the day, we're just bloody kidding, guys, aren't we? Um, but yeah, I do regret not going harder in that video. It was a good video, but go watch it. Um, man, I've bloody lost the plot. Okay, and I did say I'd do a segment called Luke's Lost the Plot. La, 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 Luke's lost the plot. Luke's lost the plot, yeah. La, 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 he's lost the plot. Ooh. Now, I did say I was going to do an opener, but I didn't. So there there we go. We just got an acapella live one then. Um, obviously, uh, I'm in Victoria. I'm not allowed to leave the house, so I'm going insane you know what's the thing I actually got sad about last night? I was about to fall asleep. This was after I gave up on the podcast, right? I was about to just go head off to bed. You know, my head hit the pillow. And uh, I was like to Meg, I was like, hey. And she's like, what? And I was like, I feel bad for the person or the family or whoever invented chalk. She goes, why? I'm like, well, it's kind of like they're like the blockbuster of writing things, you know, they're like the video easy of that industry. They've been replaced by whiteboards. And she goes, yeah, but they probably just started selling whiteboards. And then I went, oh, yeah. Yeah, true, true. All right, never mind. And then I went to sleep. But that's only a thought you have after being locked in the house for five weeks when you're just wandering around the house sympathizing for the family, you know, like the chalks. I like to imagine it was like Mr. and Mrs. Chalk and they came up with the idea. They were like, look at this concrete. And then they were like, and rub this like rock shit on it. And they were like, now look at it. It's yellow. You know, I'm assuming that's how they invented chalk. Really, they invented chalk by just rocks. You know, people used to write on walls with rocks for thousands and thousands of years. Um, but and then someone was like, what about if we just like slap a Crayola sticker on it and then we'll sell it? And everyone's like, fucking genius. We'll make them like little pens. Chalk is a great invention. I thought, I, contrary, this is a unpopular opinion. I think um, chalk's better than whiteboards. You might disagree. You might be like, Luke, but you can't. It's easy to rub out. I know, but I just kind of like using the chalk better. There's something real like old school about it, you know? It's kind of like those people that, uh, just like, yeah, I just use like an old Nokia. You know, I just don't want, I just want to get off social media. I'm having a social media cleanse and they just use their old Nokia for a month. That's how I feel about chalk. You know, sometimes it's just good back. To, it's good to get back to your roots. Even though I, was, I used chalk as a kid, we used to have a big chalkboard. Um, 
So yeah, what's happening? Um, I've lost the plot. Oh, okay. This this was an idea, and it's kind of to do with the uh, lost the plot segment. I thought just to kind of get some engagement in the sound off section, get some you know people over the email. I thought, what? How do we get lips to flapping? Because you know, like this podcast, and I really appreciate you guys listening to this. It's a one of those things where. You know, most people were listening because they enjoyed my stand-up. They're like, Luke Kidgel, I like him as a comedian. Uh, now, comedy doesn't exist. So, to all the people still here sticking around on this podcast, fuck, it means the world because you're just really persisting with me at this point until my profession comes back. And it's very much appreciated because that's why I do it, you know? Um, but then I thought, you know, how do we get lips a-flapping? How do we get people talking about this podcast? And I thought, boom, controversy. Controversy, Jeff, controversy, right? A few weeks ago it worked, uh, got lips of flapping. I said, I'm going to disc cursor. It was a big call. Have I dissed him yet? Still working on it. Don't worry about it. I've got it covered, right? But I was like, what about if I just come out with like three controversial statements a week and I just let him sit, you know? Because I'm not very opinionated, but I am about some things. You know, you won't hear much politics stuff. On this podcast, you'll never hear me talking about even the pandemic and the politics behind that, you know. Uh, If you want to hear my real opinion, I think Dan Andrews and Victoria doing a great job, you know. Even if you like the guy or not, fuck, he deserves a break, doesn't he? Read today, he's done 50 press conferences in a row. That is exhausting. As someone who does, a you know, three podcasts a week, I'm like, whew, last night I I was zonked. You know, I did a month of that and I was like, oh God, I've been just watching The Bachelor all month and I'm fucked. How does he actually, you know, care about other people? That's insane. You know, even if you don't like the bloke, you got to respect the hustle. He's on the grind. Um, Yeah, that's an actual opinion. But, you know, I thought I could just drop three controversial statements a week and we just all, you just say in the comments whether you agree or disagree, you know. Here's one. I'll start us off with a fucking big one. All right? Controversial opinion. Unpopular opinion, maybe. I think as far as teenage spy novels go, Zach Power was better than Alex Ryder. Yeah, they never made a Zach Power movie, did they? But they made Stormbreaker a little bit annoying. So, you know, I read them both and... You, I know, probably shocked a few people. They're going, fuck, Luke's read a book. <laughs> yes, back in my uh, teen years, I was an avid reader. Then I found the internet and now my brain is a toilet. Uh, now my brain is what Twitter is to the internet, which is just uh, there's four brain cells on there and it's just myself arguing with myself um, all the time. Yeah, people on Twitter are fucking weird. I've been trying to use Twitter more this week. And God damn, it's been brutal. Um, the Comics Lounge absolutely ripped me. Comedy club in uh, Melbourne, right? Biggest comedy club in the Southern Hemisphere. One, I would say one of the places where I really got my start in performing to like paying people, big audiences. They've always been great to me. You know, I've been great to them. Mentioned them a lot on 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 podcasts. You know, you're, you're bloody welcome for that exposure. And how do they treat me? Uh, they tweet and put in their Instagram a throwback picture of me on stage there last year. And it says, uh, September 29th, 2019, TikTok superstar Luke Kidgel. 
That's exactly what I want to be known as. So, uh, you know, sometimes I get internet sensations, sometimes I get YouTuber, but there is nothing that I've worked harder in my career to achieve than the title of TikTok superstar. That was my life goal when I started comedy, and now I have achieved that. So thank you all very much for following me on this journey. I see no point in continuing comedy now because I'm at the top and it fucking feels good, doesn't it? So uh, that's great. I love that. Awesome. So that was kind of my introduction to Twitter. Uh, but yeah, I've been been tweeting a little more. I don't know why. I just feel like, you know, maybe I'm lonely. Maybe I just need that human interaction. But I've just been trying to get around social media more because it's, the one thing that I always, when I was stand, doing stand-up and stuff, and I was like, but this isn't as fun because you can't hear the people laughing. Uh, <laughs> and I need validation from strangers to keep me happy, you know? Uh, <laughs> but now I'm getting that validation through notifications and dings. Um, no, that's not true. I have all notifications turned off. Because otherwise my phone will be like ding, 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 dong. Because um, I'm popular, you know? I'm fucking, I've got a really successful career and stuff. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So that was one current controversial opinion. Um, so, yeah, that one you might disagree with. I already came out with, obviously, Milo's a 7 out of 10. Um, I didn't actually have any more planned. That was one. Maybe next week I'll come in with three. Uh, and, yeah, let me know if you guys like that segment. Or, actually, maybe send me your unpopular opinions. I like this as a segment. I just read out controversial opinions. <laughs> And it just sets people off, you know? You'll just listen to it and be like, fuck, why do I like but hate this segment, you know? <laughs> Let's do that. Luke.kidgel at gmail.com. Send me your unpopular opinion. Just like a one sentence. This is what I think. I assume it's unpopular, but fuck it. And I'll just tell you whether or not I agree. <laughs> what a good segment we've just come up with. I like that one. That's better than Luke's Lost the Plot. That's great. Um... There was something else I want to talk about. Oh, man, I've been working my way. I think I've mentioned this, but Meg and I worked our way through the Marvel Cinematic Universe throughout lockdown. We started about April and we started off at Captain America. And I've been quite open, outspoken, if you will, in the past about my thoughts on the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the films. And my general thoughts in the past were overhyped, they're fine, but people, they're superheroes and it doesn't matter. And I'm not going to retract any of those statements. I still definitely agree that it's, they are superheroes and none of it matters. Okay. People talk about that shit. Like it's real. And I'm like, Oh, it's, you've never, Oh, three letters for you, bro. CGI. Okay. That shit's not real. Um, but anyway, so we were watching, the whole way through. We start off with Captain America. You work your way through the Iron Man's. We watch him in like the watch order that you're supposed to, you know. Ant-Man was a real highlight. Love that, you know. He's big. Now he's small again. Now he's big. Now he's small. Fucking sick superpower. I think that would that's my favorite superpower. If I could have anyone's, it would just be like, it would either be Ant-Man's abilities or Captain America's sideburns. None of his powers. I just want the shield and the sideburns, um, and I'd be set. I'd look fucking awesome. Uh, so, yeah, I reckon uh, 
Oh, yeah. So my thoughts on that, I just completely lost my train of thought. Who am I? Me doing a podcast last night? <laughs> That's only funny to me because I was there and it was fucking bad. That's why I stopped. <laughs> um, okay. It was great. When you watch them in order, I totally see the appeal. You know, I got hella into it by the end. There was some ups and downs. Uh, an up would have been, as I said, Ant-Man. Uh, I thought Doctor Strange was surprisingly good as well. Uh, Iron Man, obviously, Captain America. My favorite, I think, might have been Civil War. That's a banger. And overall, I just like watching the characters, and I like it how they all meet. Guardians of the Galaxy, also quite good stuff. Uh, there's a few downs. Age of Ultron, you know, a little bit of a... I thought that was a bit of a stinker. It was fine. Um, but Infinity War, oh, that was strong. Fucking when they're defending Wakanda. Hell yeah, was down for that. And... This is the bit where I felt a bit sheepish about my past comments. And I'm a man enough to admit that there may have been part of me that was wrong. I'm not man enough to admit that I was 100% wrong, okay? I stand by what I said. They're just superheroes. It doesn't matter. But, but in that moment, okay, and I'm going to spoil it, okay, but you've had two years to watch it. So that's not, that's not my fault, okay? I already knew what happened before it, and it still was fine. So... Gets the end of Endgame, classic Hollywood. You think, oh no, the bad guys are going to win. Hooly dooly, Steven Rogers and the boys have fucked it. You know, Iron Man seems a little bit down and out. Everyone's there. So the 50% of the human race has been flicked away, but then they all flick them back, right? But they're like, how are we going to get, you know, they're not here. We've flicked them back, but now Thanos has his army and he's about to demolish us all. Dude, when it happened, I've never, never in my life, and this is the only way I can accurately describe it, and I'm sorry if it was graphic, right? And I'm sorry if it offends any males out there because I'm going to be sexually graphic, and we all know how much that offends males about people being sexually graphic. But don't worry. If you're a girl listening to this, you're going to get empowered. So that's fine. (laughs) I've never been more close to ejaculating with a flaccid penis than I have been when Benedict Cumberpatch and the lads come through those fucking portals. They're just waggling their hands around. All of a sudden, these big portals open up and a freaking good guy army rolls through. All the lads from Wakanda, Black Panther, Tom Holland as Spider-Man's in there. He comes down and he's like... you know, with his little web things that it's cute as fuck. Dude, Tom Holland straight up must be the coolest guy in his friendship group. He's freaking Spider-Man. Imagine going to a party and being like, what up? I'm Tom. And they go, nah, dude, you're Spider-Man. And you're like, well, yes. He's the coolest Spider-Man ever. He's great for the role. Dude, Tom Holland is the shit. He doesn't even... That's the thing. If you're Spider-Man, you don't even need to have a personality at, like, a party. You just go, do the thing, do the thing. And he's like, uh... Spider-Man doesn't really have a thing, but he's like, you know, you know, yeah, Um, yet, he does have a personality. Tom Holland seems like a really nice guy. Anyway, I'm... You know what? He's like a guy that I, I should hate. That's how jealous of him I am. But I think I love him so much that I just can't even be mad. You know, him and Ryan Reynolds and Justin Timberlake and Ashton Kutcher, okay? Just like those four men that you're like, I'm so jealous of everything about you. 
I want to be the best parts of all of you, but I know I never will be. So I'm not even mad, you know, because I'm never even going to fucking scratch the surface of the man that Ryan Reynolds is. Okay. God damn, he's charismatic. You know, I feel like he's not even acting in Deadpool. It's just him, you know, it's fucking great. So (laughs) anyway, so I'm flaccid, but secretly hard on the couch, right? We get to the end of Endgame. They're all coming through the portal and everyone's just like, holy shit, this is going to be the ba- the best battle ever. And you've got to remember, this is three months of every Saturday night. Meg and I are watching one movie a week and there's a lot of Marvel films. So it's been a journey to get here, okay? And they almost took down Thanos in Infinity War, but then they just didn't get it, right? And holy crap, dude. Oh, when Captain America hits the line... Tingles in my pee-pee. That's the only way to describe it. They all come through. They're like, they say something awesome, like, we got your back. Something along the lines of, we're here. We're fucking defending planet Earth right now. All the Earth's heroes. And then Captain America just goes, Avengers, assemble. And I was like, clean up an aisle couch. Because that was the coolest shit I've ever heard. And it was worth it. Even if I... There was some moments during the Marvel Cinematic Universe where I was like, this is fine. You know, this is a seven, this one. This is the Milo films. It's okay. But God damn, it made it all worth it. It was the one of the best moments in cinema history I've ever witnessed. And it's fucking impressive that a studio has managed to... What they did is phenomenal. Like, I know I'm two years late on this discussion, but this is new to me, so so hear me out. Um, what they did, no one's ever done before. And well, to, to that to that level of good, like no one's ever knocked out that many films that kind of link into each other. Fast and Furious have done like eight, and, you know, you, you could debate whether they're good or not. They're fun, you know, they're objectively not good, but they are enjoyable to watch Vin Diesel just racing the rock. You know, that's sick. But... Uh, Star Wars uh, definitely seem to be going there, except there's been a few hiccups along the Star Wars journey. I think we can all agree. There was the initial reception to the prequels and now the new ones, which was just fucking, what are they doing, Disney? So, yeah, I think what Marvel pulled off was insanely cool. That's cool to see, like, uh, a little bit of thought and a little bit of mapping out in advance of what actually happens, and it was very cool. So, um, yeah, guys, I've, I'm two years behind that, but I've finally seen Endgame now. And tell you what, guys, almost came in me Dax. So, worth it. Would recommend a geese if you haven't. Um, I reckon we'll bloody wrap it up there. I don't, I don't think I have any more news to discuss. I'm just trying to think, oh, oh, actually, no, i got a great suggestion in my Discord. Um, this really steamed me off. Really absolutely got me in, you know, you know, when you read an article and you're just like, oh, thoroughly disagree, uh, got chucked in the chat as a, as like a topic we could discuss. It's an article by the age and it just says Bayside cancel considers ban on barbecues and backyard fires. (gasps) No, I've never read a more un-Australian sentence. 
the, the most un-Australian thing, this is the most un-Australian thing since I got charged uh, $1.50 for sauce in Adelaide like two years ago. And you guys remember that. I talked about that for weeks on the podcast. I started a whole free sauce movement. Okay, it's something in this life. Not all, not all things in life are free, but tomato sauce should be. But you can't just ban a barbecue on private property. As soon as they start banning barbecues, what do we have left? That's like, you can't just ban Australian culture like that. You know, what are you going to ban next? Like, you know, fucking domestic abuse. That's part of our culture. All right. You can't take that away from us. (laughs) What are you going to ban? You know, fucking outrageous. You know, they're going to fucking, what are you going to ban next? Wombats. You can't just ban a wombat. You know, you, the, oh, it's insane. I'll read, it, read out the bit of the article. It really fucking steamed me off. All right, get it ready to rage. I know I said kick your feet up at the start of this, but put them down, plant them firmly into the ground and get ready to go, you know, with your feet go in rage. If you're walking right now, stop and go. Um, the tongs are out after a Melbourne cancel moved to outlaw backyard barbecues, fire pits, uh, because of swift public outrage. Dude, obviously it's in Brighton, okay? If there was anyone to complain about a bit of fucking smoke from a pizza oven, it'd be Karen from Brighton. I've actually walked all of Brighton and now I can smell my neighbor's smoke. It must be banned. I think that's the funniest shit, man. Whenever middle-aged people hear something they don't like, their first thought is like, well, we should get rid of it. It's like, have you ever thought that you just don't like it? You know, we should get rid of it. What? That should be banned. And it's like, no, no, no. Just don't fucking sniff it. You know, close your window. There was a house fire down the street from my house the other day. I could smell a bit of smoke. I just closed the window. It wasn't even a problem. Let alone complaining about a fucking pizza oven next door. Someone's whole house was on fire. There was like five fire trucks in the street. And I was just like, oh, a bit sinky. Oh, well, you know. Yeah, in Brighton, they would have been like, um, don't, get a fire extinguisher, okay? We don't need to be smelling your fucking house burning, you know? Fuck your dogs, who cares about that? It's all about my nostrils, you know? There was one sentence in here that really pissed me off. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay, I found it. (laughs) So it says in the article, Bayside City Council's websites states they receive three complaints a year on average about the smoke and smell coming from solid fuel fires. <laughs> three complaints a year and you're going to ban it? That's the most Brighton thing I've ever heard. If you're not from Melbourne, Brighton is a very well-to-do, rich suburb, okay? And that is so fucking on brand. Three complaints a year. That's how good their lives are there. Imagine getting three complaints. I get about three complaints a day about the shape of my head. And that's something I can't even control. What are we going to do? Fucking ban my face? Oh, why is Luke's face blurred in every video? Oh, well, he received received upwards of three complaints a year about it. Oh, fair enough. (laughs) Obviously, we've got to take those seriously. It was probably from the same person three times. Because if anyone's that much of a fucking loser to complain about your neighbor's barbecue smell... Dude, the only thing you should be complaining about is how fucking good it is. 
Nothing better on a hot summer's day than smelling a distant snag, dude. A snag in the distance is almost better than one up close. When you drive past a local Bunnings and you get the Rotary Club out the front, there's nothing that makes my nostrils more excited than just a drive-by snag sniff. And yet these people are complaining about it? Unbelievable. You know what? I fucking, I'm with Pauline. We're fucking full. All right. We don't need these Brighton douchebags. All right. If anyone, you know what? Let's do a one in, one out policy with fucking, let's, let's take a refugee in, right? Any day over some fucking loser that wants to complain about a barbecue, you know, that should be the test on, you know, with immigration. We are, we, we stand there at the fucking foreshore, right? When all the boats come in. And we stand there and we just like get a barbecue going, a few massive industrial fans, and we just blow it, right? And if any of them fucking complain on the way in, we turn them around. And I don't think that's, that's not discriminatory, all right? That's just protecting our culture, you know? Who gives a fuck if they speak English, you know? It doesn't matter. As long as they go, very good, you know? All they have to do is just, and just not say anything and they're in, you know? That should be a fucking test. The cops should go door to door with a little fucking hand fan and one sausage and just spray it in people's face and gauge their reaction from one to seven, you know? And if you score anything below a three, you get fucking booted out of the country. If you even make a face like, oh, what are you doing? Uh, You're out. If someone came to my door with a sausage, I'd be like, thanks. How are you? You know? It'd just be like a nice thing to do to a friend, but... That's crazy, man. So um, the world's gone nuts. We're banning barbecues now because uh, if I don't like it, it can't exist, which is pretty much the fucking vibe. Dude, that needs to stop. There's like a real... I know that like everyone talks about cancel culture, but it's this is the same shit. You can't just... Just because you don't like something, you can't just ban it. Fair enough if there was like an environmental reason, but all this is is just... Residents complaining about other residents, right? There's no, there's no like concrete reason as to why you anyone should ban a barbecue here in this article. That's so funny. A petition to ban outdoor fires was lodged in the council in 2018 with only five signatures. <laughs> yeah, so it's like one person. <laughs> That's this is the problem with the world we live in is like people just think the world will revolve around them. You are not the sun. The world does not revolve around you. Oh, compliment Luke below. Am I singing? Um, yeah, dude, that's insane. People just like, Oh, I don't like it. Get rid of it. You are one of seven or 8 billion people now. Probably on this earth, just close your window. You are not special. None of us are. We're all fucking, why are we even here, guys? I'm having an existential crisis right now. I'm thinking too hard about this barbecue ban, and now I'm wondering what even is the point of existence at this rate? You know, if we can't have a barbecue, that was my purpose, okay? My purpose was to grill meat. I don't even have a barbecue and I don't even know why I'm passionate about this. I don't have a barbecue because there's nowhere good to put one in my backyard, to be honest. I would love a barbecue, 
Okay. I was I've been meaning to get one for a while, but there's no point in getting one in winter because I won't use it too much. I, I just really want a deck. That's like my life goal. I feel like a barbecue is only complete with a deck or a nice paved space in the backyard, and we have neither. So we just got fucking weeds, you know. It would just get overgrown by weeds in like a day. And because I light up my garden with so much poison, it would just fuck it up. Anyway, guys, that's the end of the podcast. I'm angry. You can't ban barbecues. You know what? I just I just said before that this podcast never gets opinionated. Well, now it has. That is my opinion, okay? And fuck you if you disagree. <laughs> uh, anyone who disagrees is from Brighton and you don't get a say, okay? Because you probably have a pool and a tennis court and your life's awesome. So let us at least have a barbecue, you annoying fucks. Guys, that is the end of the podcast. Thank you all very much for listening. I'll see you guys next week. I've just realized I've been... Oh, no, I said that earlier. I just forgot reminded again that I've got a stain on myself. And every time I look down on it, I'm like, you fucking madman having spaghetti bowl in a white shirt. (laughs) You can't stop him. I'm unstoppable. All right, guys. See you later.